This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestranino back again to talk with you about the week's most interesting news stories here on the week of July 20th, 2021 here on News AF. If a story is buzzing like it's on crystal meth, it's about to be News AF. If the same old news makes you bored to death, it's time for some News AF. Actual, factual news. Yeah, that's right. We're back again. Uh, Rob Danny and Tyson reunited for another edition of uh, News AF. And of course, uh, back with us to talk about the news. Pickleball's top influencer and America's favorite dad. It's Tyson Apostle. Whoop, whoop. Uh, do you or Danny resent me for being America's favorite dad or that's no. okay by you? No. That's fine. You guys don't want to be the favorite dad anyways? No, not at all. Oh, it's crazy that... Uh, who no, was I'm not the even last... In- who was the last person to share that title? I think it well, was Bill Cosby. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you took it over, and, and, and you've had a squeaky clean image uh, since then. So I, I hope so. Yeah, I've been We're in fine. Good hands, America. Oh well, my gosh! Are. Come on. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm here. I'm back. Uh, just grinding on the pickleball streets, you know, yeah. and uh, having a lot of fun. It's not really a grind. We're having a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, got some Fila hat giveaways. Going to even sign one of them and more giveaways to come. All you have to do is follow me on my social medias. And that's about it. I don't really have uh, anything uh, other than that in yeah. the pipes. Oh, a f- like two pickleball documentary uh, projects called me within the same week. Yeah. Like Which last week. Select? I've got them both going right now. Both. <laughs> you don't have yeah. to pick. It's not like it's good it's to have choices. I don't think so. Yeah. I think I'm just positioning myself to be in the most pickleball documentaries of anybody ever. Yeah. Did you keep up with your oil pulling this week? I didn't do any of it. Not even once. Did you? Flossed. I flossed, but not every day, but most days. Okay. All right. Well, last week, of course, uh, we talked about the order that you should be doing your dental hygiene uh, with the great Puya Zambakili. Uh, this week, Danny Bryson is back. Welcome home, Danny Bryson. Danny, how are you? Wait, what's the order? What order should you be doing this? Ooh, okay. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Yeah. Mouth Mouthwash first. Oh, no. Floss first. Then mouthwash. Then brush your teeth. And then oil pulling for 20 to 30 minutes. I knew it. I've had this argument with Liz and I've always supported flossing before brushing, brushing because it just made sense that you yeah. would get loose in the debris and then finish it off with a hard brush. Yeah. So yeah, but that's, not the, the that's not the tricky end, part. So I can, the mm. tricky part is mouthwash first, before brushing mouthwash after. Yeah, I don't do mouthwash. I don't want my mouth to be dry for the oh, next seven hours. And tongue so, scraper. No mouthwash. Yeah. There's also a tongue scraper in there. It's, it's a lot. lot of, it's a lot of steps. Yeah. A lot of steps. Okay. Well, I floss and brush, so. Danny, how was your trip? Guys, uh, it was awesome. The Alps are great. You can go climb mountains and then have a baguette at the top. And, uh, you know, you bring the baguette or there's fries. a baguette stand up there. No, there's just, 
there's they have restaurants at the tops of mountains there, which yeah. is just so great. So you can double broad it with some palms fritz jammed in your face and a Coke. It's just it's the crazy. way to climb mountains. Yeah, they really it, perfected it. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's pretty cool. Uh, did Were you ever in any peril whatsoever, Danny? Because some of the stuff you were doing on Instagram... Uh, you were on the cornices uh, quite a bit, uh, tethered to some other gentlemen. And uh, it seemed like some of the stuff you were doing was quite extreme, which I know is the image you're going for on Instagram. But how extreme was it? You know, how extreme it is depends on obviously the person doing it. it didn't feel extreme to me. I try to make it look extreme because that's the yeah. whole point. Yeah. And with the tethering, you know, I, I look at tethering or being roped in with people is like in a lot of cases, mutually assured destruction. So if one of us falls, it's like, Hey, let's all agree. You're all going that if down. One of us falls. He'll take everyone with them and we'll, we'll die together. It'll be so romantic and just the way to end it all in a big tangled ropey mess. As, as we tumble down the hillside, best friends forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that you Very similar to, to what Tyson and I will experience as we're thrown into space. Oh yeah, we'll talk about space well, uh, later on. Well, not, I mean, but, in the future. Yeah. The problem here, Danny, is uh, with you being tethered to Matt is that the eulogy I already have pre-written for you guys is exactly identical. I just switched the names out, mm-hmm. and so uh, could be awkward. It will be very awkward when I yeah if I share it at exactly the same time at your joint funerals where I have to be like okay and now uh, Danny's eulogy. Uh, is exactly the same as Matt's. Just uh, plug in Danny's name instead. You wouldn't just do a co-eulogy? Yes, I could. Yeah. But then what would I do for Kristoff? The worst part about oh. tumbling down the mountain and, and then getting tangled up in the ropes, in my opinion, is that what will probably happen is that you'll get tangled up and you'll tumble and then the tumbling will strip all the clothes off of you. Mm-hmm. And then people will think that you fell during some kind of bondage experience uh, mm-hmm. instead of like doing something cool like mountain climbing. Yeah, all tethered together, just three. Could be embarrassing. Just the three of you. So, are you I don't saying think you're, the the best uh, place to have a bondage experience yeah. is the Alps, where then people will say, "Oh, this must have been a mountain a climbing fall. accident." Yeah, I think uh, mountain you climbing. Die, exactly. You don't it's feel embarrassment. Mm. Is that but your family and, does? Maybe. Yeah, exactly. The shame goes on. Children carry the parents' shame. I think that's in the scriptures. Uh, Thou shalt yeah. carry the shame of thy father. <laughs> I've already there. So I've already alluded to uh, in your pre-written eulogy to your death being caused by autoerotic asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so uh, there's no way around it, Danny. You're gonna feel <laughs> whether or not that's actually the case. Yes, mm-hmm. you're going to feel like it. To pre- I'd like to read this uh, before yeah, I, I need to agree to it. So maybe send me a copy. A pass. <laughs> okay, maybe I will. Uh, I'll. Exactly. Uh, I, should I actually construct one for the fans and they can uh, yeah. look it over for us or we can crowdsource all uh, it. Yeah, crowdsource <laughs> it a little bit. Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Well, we've got a lot of stories to talk about here today. Of course, uh, the Olympics are right around the corner. I mean, uh, both of you. Probably. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard much on them this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, people used to care more about the Olympics, yeah, I think, than I they think do they, now. Yeah, I think they used to care more about the Olympics as well. Yeah. Uh, Tyson, do you watch a lot of the Olympics when they're on? Oh, no. I mean, if they're uh, as a uh, background uh, noise for uh, whatever else I've got going on in the room, I will turn them on. But I don't making. Yeah, I think the only thing that I will probably purposely try to watch is uh, the bike racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, only because I have some interest in who wins. Yeah. The road race and the mountain bike race. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably that's really only it i do have some interest in watching basketball but not enough to like seek out when the games will be played yeah now danny are you going to be paying as much attention as uh adam in the chat who says uh, uh adam is taking uh two weeks off work for the event i mean just to watch it's great to watch the olympics because uh-huh. you're seeing people people who are the best at uh, every sport like you it's cool because you can say you are the best in the world mm-hmm. but a lot of those sports don't interest me at all yeah. so i won't be watching nice now william wants to know uh, when will pickleball be added uh the pro pickleball lobby is oh, for the olympics so cool. are saying they predict 
2028. 2028. Okay. I think there's a lot of growing to do, but it's not yeah. unthinkable. It depends if pickleball stays on this trajectory and is widely accepted internationally and gains a lot more viewership on the pro levels than it currently has, then uh, it's a possibility. But I could as easily see it plateauing currently where it's at and being mm-hmm. like, uh, I mean, Frisbee football was really, really popular in college and that never really took off. Yeah. Um, what should be added first, Tyson? Pickleball or, or Survivor? Should that be added to the Olympics? Survivor? Yeah. <laughs> Who's, who said that Survivor should be in the Olympics? I mean, is not is Survivor a sport? Should it be added to the Olympics? No, it's not a sport. It's a game. Mm. Yes. Is it a sport, Danny? I, I think, think that anything can be a sport. Anything could be qualified. Yeah. Golf is a sport. Yeah, it is. Is it more but, of a World Cup survivor? Yeah, like every four years. Yeah, should there be like tribes of like uh like four tribes of like uh, different countries? That's yeah, but feet. it shouldn't. And then you get and then you uh, make one country makes it out. Oh, and you advance. Yeah, I think. Uh, Sur- no, it has to be surviving uh, is the oldest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, a lot of t- a lot of times it's just called living. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I don't think survivor. survivor. Yeah, survivor shouldn't be. No, there's just too. M- I mean, a lot of individual stuff is already kind of included. Like basketball is already, and sometimes they do like that weird basketball and football and stuff. So, okay. yeah. All right. Well, uh, there was a lot of news this week about the Olympic Village uh, this season and uh, the beds that the Olympians are going to be uh, sleeping at at the Olympic Village. Because famously, the Olympic Village is known for one thing, Danny. Do you know what that is? Giant orgies. Wild sexcapades at the Olympics. The Mm -hmm. Olympic athletes, they've been training, training, training. And, you know, that they say, like, uh, I I watch the Rocky movies. Uh, They say that, you know, uh, a a lot of sex could impact your athletic performance. You would think that these athletes train their whole lives to get there for the Olympics. And then uh, they're just like rabbits. I think that's... I think that Rocky analogy is an old wives tale. Yeah. Cause that was an old cycling yeah. thing too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. now they're just like, no, that doesn't affect your performance unless you're skipping sleep. And so, uh, as long as you're still getting ample sleep, I think it's fine. And also, like you said, you've been working for years and years and years to get the perfect physique. And now mm-hmm you show up to this place where all these other people have their perfect physiques. And I mean, it's a perfect recipe. Smashing meat. It's like tons (laughs) of perfect physiques. (laughs) Did you say smashing meat? I don't think anybody else should ever say that. (laughs) (laughs) This is is no doubt. I just kept hearing Tyson talking about, Perfect physiques over and over and over again. Like it was, that's all I could think about. It's the yes. only phrase I could come up with. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I think that's, uh, I, I believe I've seen articles before where the, there's quite a few STDs, yes. uh, being passed around at the Olympics. So apparently, like 500 condoms per person. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and, and this year will be no exception. Uh, even though that they are trying to cut down on these, uh, conjugal visits, uh, there will still be, uh, there will still be, uh, hundreds of thousands of condoms, uh, that the organizers have, uh, put 160,000 condoms available uh are there even that many people at the uh, how many people are in the olympic uh well you can the village you i mean you think only one person per condom is that you what want to i'm trying that. to do the math are there this is a two-week event yeah are there let's say how many like people are in uh, competing in the olympics a lot a lot thousands thousands yeah, yeah. Like you haven't you ever seen the opening ceremonies as like Team USA okay. and it's just like never ending and you're like 16, how many sports 000, are here? Are there sixteen thousand people? No. Okay. 
So, I mean, if there was 16,000 people, I mean, it takes two to tango at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, is that uh, is that would be on average uh, we're going through what? 10, 20 condoms a person. Yeah. In two weeks. That doesn't mm-hmm. seem like a lot. Two weeks, three weeks. That well, not for like you, Danny. Many? I mean, Danny is famous <laughs> for he's a average seven times a day. So he's amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're young and in top physical condition, like Tyson is saying, then mm-hmm. what's 10, you know, well, and plus you used to break no the records. So you're yeah, like, you're trying probably to a challenge records. to see who can use the most. So do you think that there's like, any sort of competitiveness that you think there's any sort of like, all, a, a, it's oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's only competitive. These yeah. are the most competitive people on the earth. Yeah. Yep. Oh, interesting. Uh, so you think yeah. people are going for speed records, Tyson? Uh, I think s- speed, uh, endurance also. So there's mm-hmm. two different competitions there as well as sheer numbers. And uh, there's a lot. There's so many different uh, facets of this game that yeah. this should actually be the focus of the Olympics in the future. It might get more ratings if they really <laughs> yeah. pay more attention to this. Yeah. Have some sort of like uh, live feeds at oh. the Olympic Village. Um, you somebody oh gotta, gotta go pack also <laughs> has a good point where it's not just athletes there's trainers and coaches oh, and true. everybody yeah. there etc so yeah, yeah eyes on the prize everybody um are you, so, talking, are you talking about trainers and coaches who are training and coaching while they're using the uh prophylactics like, yeah probably a coach coming and he's like you could have done better there <laughs> yeah i don't think that there is a sex coach that's there <laughs> um but certainly yeah certainly so <laughs> the organizers of the games are very concerned about this uh, because they know that this happens that we hear all the stories from all the Olympic games but you know the big underlying theme of uh, the Olympics uh, this year I mean this is technically the 2020 Olympics uh, here in 2021 is that it's all about COVID and so Contagion. to prevent like uh, you know we're trying to do everything we can to make sure these uh, games happen without a hitch, but yeah, just wear masks, everybody. Ever, yeah, no well, kissing. Yeah, you know, I mean, we're, wear masks, we're, no kissing. We're giving away one hundred sixty thousand prophylactics. You would think that we would have uh, plenty of masks around too. But that being said, that the organizers of the games have come up with a, a clever hack to prevent these shenanigans from going on. Don't click on this link on the side of this tab. Yes. (laughs) Organizers create a clever (laughs) one simple trick. (laughs) So the beds, uh, the mattresses uh, are set up on cardboard with the idea that the beds uh, cannot support multiple people on the bed. They will collapse. You just collapse the bed once and then you've got your uh, sex mattress on the floor. It's Mm. not going to stop anything. It's actually going to be a competition to see which swimmer can break the most beds. beds You can break. Mm. Yeah. That's going to be the contest. Yeah. Plus who needs a bed? True. You're going to be, you're going to be at sex parties and competing. You don't have time for sleep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah so um what are, are we uh believing that this could slow anybody down um mm-hmm. no i mean where there's a will there's a way mm-hmm. what yeah. did they do with the showers what did they do with the couches what did they do with the chairs are there cars there are there kitchens do they have like that's the thing like dark alleys yeah, they have to like pretty much the only way to do this. You know, those when you go somewhere and there's like uh, it's a wall, but then it has pokey needles all over it. So birds can't land on it. Mm-hmm. You need pokey needles yeah. all over everything. So yeah. the second Every an athlete stops paying yeah. attention, they get poked. So they are constantly in fear and have to hyper focus so that they don't get poked by these needles that are built into everything. Yeah. So I, I will uh, clarify the story. So the idea is that these beds are for preventing people from hooking up at the Olympic Games. The Olympic organizers say, no, this was always going to be the case at the Olympic Games and that the cardboard beds are very sturdy. 
So oh, they're mas- maintaining that they will, in fact, withstand an orgy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about an orgy, but I believe that the beds can withstand up to 440 pounds. And okay. absorb a lot of liquid. Mm, I, again, I, I don't know about that. Uh, but then I guess you can recycle <laughs> them after. Uh, yeah, that is actually pretty cool that you can recycle them. Uh, I mean, what else would you do with that many <laughs> beds after? <laughs> Donate them? <laughs> Set them on fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With the Olympic torch. <laughs> At the end, that's the closer. <laughs> like they used to do in Survivor where they're like, we're just going to burn the yeah, shelter down. It's like down at the end. You know, there's tarps and stuff in there. Uh, we don't care. We're a big mm-hmm. production. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I. Uh, so now that you said that. Rob, so it is not fully determined that these beds were exclusively designed to stop athletes from having sex. So that I think that some people are thinking that that is the case. uh, And that is a theory that people are like, hey, you're not going to stop us from having the sex. Yeah, they're just going to show us by having more. Yes, but uh, the Tokyo organizers are saying that it is more about being uh, uh, Mm eco-friendly than to any other reason. Okay. I like that. Yes. I don't mind that idea. I think uh, you can recycle a cardboard bed into another cardboard bed and not feel icky about getting on a used cardboard bed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Danny, would you want to see if you could get a commemorative uh, cardboard Olympic bed after the games are over? <laughs> oh, yeah. Liz and I would love to have one of those. Put it in the uh, <laughs> guest bedroom. If you want to stop people from having relations, what you should uh-huh. really do is just make their plus one their parents. Uh, and I'm yes. pretty sure that'll parents stop stay all. in the room with the athletes. Yeah. I probably yeah. wouldn't stop everybody. Uh, you could also uh, revert back to the chastity belts, et cetera. Just like as you enter the country, they just snap a chastity belt on everybody. So you'd like to see that. Uh, what if then uh, only the uh, gold medalist uh, gets the key then to the chastity belt? So you're saying it's uh, oh, an, award, would be so much more an award? And, uh, and, uh, and you don't win the chastity you, belt. You win the key to the chastity belt. Oh, to your own chastity belt. Yes. Yes. Okay. And yeah. anybody else's? No, 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 there's no master key, Danny. Yeah, come on, only the Danny. winners. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I think uh, it's a workshop thing. Yeah, we're workshopping it. I think yeah. uh, <laughs> I think you can still let adults be adults, and they can make their own decisions as long as it's not uh, yeah hurting everybody. Danny, do you think that we might see uh, cardboard beds if they uh, become very popular uh, come to the uh, next Caligula New York event? I'm sure they're already using cardboard beds because uh, Mm -hmm. you can spill buffet food on them and they clean up real nice and then you can get rid of them when they're yeah, and they get covered in so many stains you can always just get a new one. If they made high quality cardboard furniture in general, that would be so perfect for your house because Instead of having to buy 17 different dressers for the kid's bedroom in the span of 12 so months, easy to move. you could just lift it, recycle it, and then swip, swap it out. And it's only 50 bucks a pop rather than 700. And then uh, I've saved so much money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, we'll see uh, if the cardboard beds become a bigger issue at the Olympic Games coming up starting on Friday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I did want to talk about, we haven't spent enough time talking about the billionaire space race that... We saw that uh, the uh, Virgin Atlantic uh, slash uh, mm-hmm. Virgin uh, Galactic uh, guy. Well, what's it, what's it? Richard Branson? Branson. Richard Branson. Uh, Branson. He, he already yeah. got this started. Now Jeff Bezos went to space today and has successfully returned uh, on his spacecraft, the Blue Origin. Danny, can you explain to me why this is happening? Well, if you have a lot of money and you've purchased anything, you've got the yacht, you've got the houses. It just seems like naturally the next step would be owning something in space and bragging rights is definitely are definitely nice. Uh, But I also think like Branson's pretty old, you know, he's done a lot of cool stuff. Maybe for him it's like, this is just me wanting to do one last thing. This might be my last chance to get into space. space. Yeah, I mean, but what he did was it like really, really space? It's technically space. So space, I I don't know exactly. I think it's like sixty miles above the earth. I don't know exactly, but there, it's not as cool as you think. This was a lot no, of work to go to technically, technically space. space. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. But for me, like, if you were like, "Hey, Tyson, we're going to space today. We're going to be up there. It's going to take a couple days. So you're going to love it." And they get me up there, and I'm like, "When are we going to get to space?" And they're like, "We're in it." And I was like, no, I've been almost this high before and stuff. I think it looks almost the same. Yeah. Uh, like I, I mean, I kind of get it, but Baby also I, Tyson. I guess who else is going Danny is Zuckerberg going to space. Well, he came from space, he so from he already space knows mo- the yeah. most about yeah, intergalactic he travel. Comes, he's back and forth all Bill the time. Gates, is Bill he, Gates he going knows, to space? Yeah. Is he going to? Uh, Nobody wants Bill Gates on their ships. No, Mm -hmm. nobody wants Bill Gates on their ship. And Zuckerberg knows more about space than probably sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a, uh, so So, you're saying that what, uh, Bill Gates is kind of a buzzkill of the party. Yeah. Would you want Bill Gates on your spaceship? Everyone's stoked. I mean, Bezos had a cowboy hat and a cowboy attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, he hasn't worked on a spaceship. He doesn't have a spaceship sitting there ready to launch and then land again. He's behind. And then it's Elon what? Musk is not getting on any of his flights, okay, right? Elon he's, Musk is, is he's building stuff, but he's not going. Correct. So I, I feel like Elon Musk is, he's going to do it right. He's going to go big and he's going to totally show the other billionaires how you get, to get on the moon. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's, he wants to settle for, yeah, I don't think he wants to settle for just going into technical space. I think he wants to go into like actual real space, uh, you know, like orbit. where I'm like, that's real space. Good job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I just don't get it where what the like end game is here. Like I understand like uh these guys are super rich and maybe like uh they're getting involved it. in like satellites, but it just seems like it seems like PR, but it's like the opposite of PR. It makes people dislike them that they go to space. Yeah. This, the problem is they're visionaries. In a lot of ways, someone who wants to go to space, someone I mean, first of all, they're all adventurers, they're risk takers. That's how they got to where they are. But I also think that people who push the limits of space, they, you know, our future could, you know, all everything that needs to be explored is up there in space. It's the biggest question mark we have. And Danny loves space. I, I think these people I'm fine with. I love space and I'm fine with billionaires spending their money to push the limits of space. Because for me, a lot of the answers to the questions we have are to be found in space. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, why not? You know, are Let, you going to go to uh, space? Blow as many. If I could afford going to space, I would totally go to space. Not even a question. I would go into actual space. I'm not interested in technical space. I'm interested in standing at least on the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I guess so that, uh, but they didn't go to the moon yet. I know, yeah. but again, it's baby steps. These people are building space programs. 
mm-hmm. from not from the ground up, but they're kind of like restarting programs that ended like 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. That, and that's so what they're trying to implement new streaming t- service is doing also. Yeah. So they're trying to implement new technology to an old kind of like program and kind of find out how all of this will work. Plus they're trying to do it on a budget. Mm-hmm. They're trying to save money because they want to make this a commercial enterprise and they're not a government institution. So they can't just continually set money on fire. They have to find some way to get a return on investment. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What would well, that be though, Danny? What's the return, what return on investment? What would yeah. be? Selling tickets. Selling tickets for this? Well, obviously selling. Yeah. Selling tickets. First of all, selling tickets to space will make you a lot of money. So the next to watch the thing you can do, colonizing. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Colonizing, harvesting asteroids, colonizing planets, getting out there. That's the thing is that these guys look at, uh, it's like the new world. It's like sending Columbus uh, off to go explore the new world. It's like somebody out there is going That's... to find the treasure chest in space. Yeah. And they're going to become the most powerful people ever and the richest and probably immortal or whatever. And so out there in space is the ultimate treasure. All right. Well, Danny's Danny's in, but I feel like that for the most part, this was uh, it's pretty unpopular. Yeah, that's because I think a lot of people are small minded. Like they think in terms of just what's happening Whoa. around them at the shots moment. Fired. No, I'm ser- I'm shots fired. I think that really to consider space is to have opinions that go beyond just your immediate concerns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And not a lot of people, by the way, not a lot of people have the opportunity to think beyond their immediate concerns because they live day by day. But a billionaire can think about space because he's taking care of all of his needs and now can turn his attention to things like space. So I'm not saying it's a problem that they're uh, short sighted. I think that it's just the product of where they are in their life. Whereas a billionaire, he can he can take the time and money to explore space. Most people are just yeah, most people are just struggling to survive. So I'm all for it. Billionaires can spend their money and their lives to take us to space. And all the things they discover will eventually, hopefully, trickle down and benefit everybody else on Earth in their immediate lives. That's okay. how I see it. All right. Well, let me ask you this, Danny. So we want to uh, take a look at uh, something from Jeff Bezos uh, that he had an interesting look uh, coming off of the spaceship today. Um, <laughs> That yeah. is this part of his normal look that he wears a, a cowboy hat? I think that it was the brand he's trying to create. I was listening to a podcast about um, a general in the World War II, McCarthy. And I think that's who it was. When he entered the Philippines, he had this weird outfit, but it was like it set the tone. You know, it was like his brand. And I think Bezos is trying to set up his like, Oh dude, I'm this wild space cowboy. Mm -hmm. And I want to become that guy. This is what I'm known for. He's just trying to, you know, like everybody else create the Bezos brand. And he's trying to escape this dorky past, which I I feel like it's more about that than anything else they're going to find up there. Like, I kind of feel like if that's really what he was doing, like let other people do it. Why did he have to go on the ship? Uh, I mean, he had other people on there. Yeah, yeah but I, I know he didn't go alone, but he didn't need to go there. Yeah, what's his what's his input on that once he gets yeah. up there? He's well, like, I think Tell I think they should go. By the way, I think they should go on their own ships because they should take the risk. You know, they should share in the risk. If they have so much faith in their systems for launching people into orbit, then they should be on those ships, especially, I mean, Branson lost two pilots. So it was important for them to say, Hey, my product is safe. And I'm so mm-hmm. confident that it's safe. I'm willing to fly it. So yes, they, they definitely need to go the first or second time. Uh, Thomas in the chat says, I didn't care about the space tourism, but I hate this hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, that is legit hate. And then, and then, uh, Adam Katz says, uh, get that hat on Amazon for $19.99. Yes, and, uh, get, the, get the Bezos hat. I was fine with Bezos until oh, I saw the hat. I don't like him now. What a terrible hat. Yeah. I What I don't like is it's not authentic. If I wore a hat into space and I was like wearing a mother effing cowboy hat, people would be like, yeah, Tyson, you got this. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's wearing a cowboy hat for what probably is the first time in his life he's worn a cowboy hat, it just doesn't make sense. But that's Bezos' trademark. Bezos' trademark is overthinking everything when it comes to his own self-image. Like, he tries to be so cool, and it just ends up falling flat on its face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, now, a lot of people have also been talking about the shape of uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, rocket ship, uh, which they felt like <laughs> was quite phallic in nature. Let's uh, see a picture. Yeah, here it is. Hmm. Yep. But if that's the best shape to penetrate uh, the uh, the thing around the Earth. <laughs> Thousands of years of evolution have decided that that is the best shape (laughs) breaking (laughs) into space and (laughs) into voids. Yeah. Well, (laughs) this guy, Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, he's one of those guys that like, let's say you're having uh, lunch at, at Subway or something and he gets mad about the state of his sandwich. Mm. So like you're sitting down eating and he's like, didn't put enough green peppers on this thing. And he's making a huge scene and you're just like, you're at subway, bro. Uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's definitely a character and, uh, one that I don't think I'd care to cross paths with. Okay. Uh, we'll see. He's, the, he's a le- he's one of the least endearing billionaires. I think that there's Who's others. Your favorite, who Danny? Yeah. Possibly your favorite billionaire. I think Elon Musk is Danny's well, favorite. I would- I think Musk. I don't know if uh, I could hang out with Musk, but I watch Musk and I, I find him fascinating. He is okay. who he is. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bezos is kind of weird. I think Gates is also kind of weird. I was Branson's probably a little bit more normal. Uh, no, I think he would be Branson's in the same. Branson's in the same vein as Bezos, mm-hmm. where he's like, "Look at how cool I am, no. guys! Look at how cool no. I am." Okay, maybe. Maybe, but Branson has been doing it for so long. He's been doing the whole adventurer thing. Like, if you look at his track record, he's been doing stuff like that yeah. forever. He's his whole thing is like, look at me, I'm a risk taker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas Bezos is just now trying to take on that mantle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't wait for uh, the uh, Danny's uh, billionaire power rankings uh, coming out Dude, soon. I'm excited. Are you going to tweet those power rankings, Danny? That would be <laughs> sick. A sick tweet. Because, so, uh, yeah, uh, no, I don't tweet. I don't tweet, but uh, I'll give anyone who meets me on the street an instant billionaire power ranking. Okay, Tim, yeah. what's How your address? Go top five, top ten. Uh, I really only, I only know like three or four, but I no, can probably learn a couple more billionaires. Okay. We got uh, Musk. We got Branson. We got uh, Facebook guy. We got uh, Bill Gates. We break? got uh, Bezos. That's five right there. Yeah. Those are the big five. Okay. And then we also have the Wizard of uh, Omaha or whatever his name is. Oh, the yeah. Warren Buffett. Guy. yeah. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Yep. He's probably not interested in space. Dr. Dre's uh, a billionaire, but I don't James think he's he like a hundred yet? billionaire. Yeah. Maybe after Space Jam, too. I bet LeBron James is a billionaire. Yeah. yeah. But, I, but you're talking about low billionaires. Yeah. We want like the top, out of the top 10 richest Mark people Cuban, in the Danny? world. Yeah. Okay. Mark Cuban. There's also a couple of fashion. I think that the richest guy right now is, has to do something with clothing. Yeah. Uh, like the owner of Steve Zara Cohen or something like cool. that. And those yeah. guys. Yeah. So I'll, I'll try and work on my billionaire list, but I'm mostly <laughs> interested in the ones who are building spaceships. Okay. Yeah. I think what you do is you do, uh, you do out of the top 10 billionaires, you have to list your top five favorite. Yeah. Tyson, do you think that Danny is trying to uh, parlay his helicopter pilot license into that? Maybe one of these billionaires hears this podcast and says, hey, yes, you know 100%. what? I, I could use an influencer like Bryson on my side. Yeah, uh, maybe <laughs> maybe I'll add him to the flight crew. One hundred percent. He's got the. Oh, YouTube. that would be awesome. Yeah. I would love to land I would love to land a rover on like the moon for yeah. someone. That'd be like, Oh the no, this thing ends ever. catastrophically for you, Danny. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah, but at least it ends catastrophically on the moon. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, Danny. If you had a 75% chance of a successful mission, would you go? Yes. Okay. A 50% chance of successful mission. Maybe, maybe. Wow. Boy. Look, you you we, we, we better start uh, keeping like an interview list of uh, co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, well, we're talking about, look, the, there's always going to be risk going 
leaving the earth, our natural habitat into a, a hostile place. Yeah. Like space. So if 50, 50 landing on the moon, me piloting the spacecraft, that seems pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be willing to take that risk just to be able to pilot something onto the surface of the moon. Yeah, but you're not going to be the guy in charge. You're going to be like the guy like at the back who's like, and guess who else we brought? A regular guy who took eight years to get his bachelor's degree, Danny Bryson. And uh, well, how do we know Danny? He's like, his family. Well, in, in that there. case, I'm and the like, person there. Yeah, I'm the exactly. On the, I'm the cheapest house in the most expensive neighborhood. I'm in an ideal position mm-hmm. in that spaceship. I love it. I'm also the first person to die in the movie because it's like I'm the expendable character, yeah, but I'm still the, there. So no, I don't I'm think you're the first no. person to die in the movie. You're the like one of the last because yeah. everybody's relying on you to do stuff that you don't know how to do and have never been trained to do. Hmm. Okay, I'll so. try though, and I don't even care. If I'm on the moon, I'll probably perform even better. <laughs> All right. Under duress, you think? Mm-hmm. Sure. You're a baller. Sure. Danny, you're a, you're a true baller. Danny Baller <laughs> Bryson. I respect that even with a 50 50 chance of a successful mission to the moon, I'm going to email all these billionaires tonight and say, I've got a guy for you who does not care about his life as long as he can participate in what you've got going you on. Love space. You love space yeah. and billionaires. Yes. And he's got, you're in his top five. I'm going to message your top five billionaires if they'd be interested. And in fairness, I, I think that you. most of these podcasts only have like a 50% chance of success. And, you know, we still go out there. Yeah. Every single right. week, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Could crash so. any anytime. Um, so uh, we talked about uh, some of these billionaires and uh, what they're up to. And so uh, Bill Gates is not going to space. Uh, Bill Gates is working on a much more important project right now because uh, it sounds like Microsoft is busy hard at work to bring back Clippy. Why go to space, Danny, when you could bring back the beloved Clippy? What is Clippy? Clippy is the uh, uh, Microsoft Word assistant that says, it looks like you're writing a letter. Can I help you? Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's more important than space. It probably helps uh, more people than uh, traveling to space currently does. But no, you know, I don't use Microsoft Word. So Clippy, I have no use for Clippy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that Clippy has been out of action since 2007, as, as you talked about, like revitalized an old program. And so now uh with all of the emojis that are out there that uh, maybe it's time to bring clippy back they want uh, the design to uplift and make people happy have you ever used clippy rob i mean and what are your impressions so i feel of like that w- that clippy at the time i feel like would like like he'd like he'd just pop, pop up. up he'd pop up and then it would be like it would like choke your computer to a screeching halt to and use tell the resources <laughs> yeah uh, it would tell you stuff that you probably already knew like you'd open a word document and you'd be like typing a word and then it would pop up and be like hey to type in a word document use your keyboard yeah i'm clippy now, if you need any more help <laughs> click on clippy yeah clippy can tell you things like hey you're on mute yeah, uh, I have what a Microsoft Clippy's computer being right now. To, uh, I got to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. There's an update waiting for me what right now being- on my on my computer. You think it's Clippy? It, it could be Clippy, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Uh, I do need to just get rid of this computer. Yeah. Um, so Microsoft is going to start by uh, getting rid of the standard paperclip emoji with the big mm-hmm. happy helper Clippy. Uh, it's part of a refresh of 1800 emojis uh, for World Emoji Day uh, later this year. Hmm. Uh, actually, World Emoji Day is Saturday, which is a, a usually a big holiday in News AF. Yeah, it's one of our favorite we'll be holidays, celebrating right? it at my house. Mm <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So um, Microsoft, uh, they uh, teased the return of Clippy in a tweet. uh, And uh, they said if the tweet got 20,000 likes, it would replace the paperclip emoji with uh, Clippy in Microsoft 365. 
And how did we get there did with we get the tweet? There? Let me see. I gotta, I gotta see. Hold on. And let me go ahead and let me, uh, let me try to op- open that up. So they said if they got 20,000 likes, Clippy would be back. Uh, so it appears to have gotten 174,000 likes. No. Yeah. I think a lot of these people didn't even know what Clippy was. Hmm. So, Do you think that could be the case? No, uh, pe- people know what Clippy is. Uh, somebody tweeted, this is the 90s reboot I want, Clippy. Yeah, but some people don't know. I mean, anybody who was born after that. Uh, yeah, is there a way to downvote? Uh, Dr. Katz in the chat says, is, <laughs> is there a way we can downvote so you can no, negate? Just drag uh, it to drag it. Man. Yeah. So Clippy is uh, on, on the way back. So be on the lookout for clippy to uh return to uh microsoft 365 and then uh, when we talk about this uh story which has been making the rounds today about now we know uh danny is a big uh fast food fan Tyson, how much fast mm-hmm. food do you eat on average probably more than i should mm-hmm. yeah i uh i mean maybe not as much as i used to but for sure probably at least once a week mm-hmm. yeah um, you know, it's always a crowd pleaser with the kids as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, a person went on TikTok to reveal what they have been doing with their different fast food items. Uh, they have been just uh, putting them in like in a plastic container to see what happens. Oh, and I saw this. So for the last two years, uh, this person has been uh, keeping all of this uh, fast food item uh, or these fast food items just uh, on these plastic containers and they don't go bad and mm. they don't rot and they don't get moldy. Delicious. Yeah. How about That's that? Sounds crazy. like scientific advancement to me. Yeah. Uh, you don't need to go to space to see this. 3.3 million views have come to TikTok user Elif Candemir. Then uh, uh, they're showing all of the food that Never go bad. Uh, that Elif's mom is a nutritionist trying to tackle obesity and wants to just show here's uh, how this food never goes bad. Our ancestors how? would kill for food that never went bad. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Could you heat it up and still eat it? Is the question. No. I mean, stronger you could. than ever after you did. Mm-hmm. Well, if it's microwave, it should kill anything out there, anyways. But I think that should be the next step. And also, is there receipts or any way that we are certain that these are yes uh, two years old? Because they do look like the the cheese on the pizza. Everything looks crisp and clean. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I do believe this, but it could easily be a hoax. Yeah. So what do you think that the nutritionist does with this stuff? Does she like come into like a uh, show and tell like uh, at the school She's, and say like, look at these nuggets. They're, they're three five years, years old. old. Yeah. And does that scare kids into not eating them? Or are they like, yeah, cool. I also want to live forever. Yeah. Give me that nuggy. Oh, I, I feel like nuggets. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's for lunch today? Nuggets. Because yeah, it it's either. Nuggets or mini hot dogs, mini corn dogs. Yeah. But we've talked Uh, many times about like, oh, somebody found a like a a whopper with cheese behind their couch and it's still the same. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I think somebody had put a hamburger up somewhere and it sat like that forever as well. So I think uh, uh, it is. It's it's weird. And uh can we use this technology to preserve our own youthful looks? Like, can we inject yeah. hamburger serum into our lips and our eyes? Well, to if you keep ate us looking more beautiful? of that food, uh, would you have those properties? I'm uh, almost certain that you. Unfortunately, would not. it ages you faster. Hmm. Yeah, it does. It's funny how that works. Sucks. Yeah, it sucks. Whatever life force you have, your essence straight from you puts hmm. it well, that's back nice. into the food. Yeah. Um. What if you worked at one of those uh, fast food establishments and it was, or were around uh, those uh, preservatives? Oh, constantly? Uh, maybe. Uh, but that's really, really yeah, that's really crazy to see that. Uh, but I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not a scientist. I would uh, say you probably don't want to eat that stuff every day, but sometimes it is delicious. Yeah. Um, and then just one more uh, fast food adjacent <laughs> story. Uh, Taco Bell is uh, saying that they have been hit with a nationwide ingredient shortage uh, as Popeye's has been hoarding chicken uh, as the food industry is trying to play catch up uh, with the pandemic. So Danny Taco oh, and Bell. also Tyson had a re- Tyson chicken, not Tyson Apostle. Tyson mm-hmm. chicken had a huge chicken recall as well. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. So Popeye's is holding the market hostage. Yep. With this like surplus of chicken they've stored up and now they're like giving the bird <laughs> to everyone. Flipping the bird. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Taco Bell is yeah. just jacking Taco its prices. Bell, yeah. They blew it. They're, they uh, did not see this coming. Taco wow. Bell's running out of ingredients. That's too bad. Popeye yeah. with the game changer there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess we know where to get our cheap chicken. Smart. At. Yeah. Look, Popeye saw where this was going. Taco Bell yeah. did not. Popeyes wants to get to space and they know how. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just <laughs> up the chicken prices. Okay. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, Danny, are you ready to take us to your bolt hole? Uh, let me oh, check. You know, I have I haven't had time to construct a bolt hole, so I don't know. Hmm. You build a bolt hole every week. Yeah, I construct a dreamy bolt hole from mm-hmm. articles I read. I do yes. have one. I do have one article, and it's a it's a follow up oh, well, to something we talked song, about then. maybe okay. a year or two ago. Okay. All right, yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, here is. Danny's bolt hole. Welcome to my bolt hole. I think you're gonna like it. I think you're gonna feel you belong. Yes. Uh, this is covering a robot that uh, made the news a year or two ago called Pepper. Pepper. Back in 2018, yes, okay. people were hiring this robot and they supposedly could read emotion and it was going to be the breakthrough. It was going to, people weren't going to become unemployed because the robot was going to take their job, take their jobs. And it turns out that Pepper's being fired uh, at a rapid rate by the people who bought into that robot because the robot sucks. Mm-hmm. Just like every overhyped robot that comes out sucks yes. because robot technology has not reach Terminator get status. Mm-hmm. So we expect the T-1000 and instead we're getting short circuit robots. Oh, well, I love the Not even circuit. as good as a short circuit yeah. robot. Yeah, yeah, the short circuit robot was a better robot. Johnny number five. the yes. robots we are currently putting out. Yeah, here's yeah. Pepper, adorable. So, uh, um, and so Pepper is, is being fired or uh, Pepper doesn't want to work? No, I think Pepper is, is being let go yeah. if, is the uh, easy way to say that. Okay. By all these uh, schools and companies that bought Pepper, no longer want uh, Pepper around. Not It's not supporting the company quite like they had expected. And by the way, robot expectations are way up here. You know, I'm, I've got my hand above my head, but the reality is still down here in the crotchal region. So mm-hmm. robots have not reached the status uh, that we would like to believe they've reach yeah. and pepper is paying the price for that yeah danny um uh apparently that because it looks too much like a person people are expecting it to be a person when it looks like it's an ipad yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
You know what? It is an iPad. It's got the iPad on the chest. Uh, but I think that we want robots to look like people. Like we will need them to look like people in order to Eventually. emotionally respond to a robot. I think, I don't think it can look like a box. I think again, short circuit looked enough like a human that we emotionally responded to it. Mm-hmm. So it has to have some kind of humanoid appearance, but yeah, we're not there yet. Uh, I'm sure some company like Boston dynamics has like this amazing robot that is just holding back on the world. Cause the world's not ready for it. Tyson, uh, are yes. you are you ready to uh, I- invite the uh, Pepper robot into your home now that if you can get it on a discount? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Like it's a markdown now. Yeah, it's may as well get it. I uh, could make me a sandwich. I don't think it could make can. you a sandwich. Yeah, I don't think you can. You don't think it could even do a circuit breaker no, sandwich or something? Could, I would easily buy one. Yeah. Uh, I saw a video this week of all of like seven Boston Dynamics robots doing some dancing, and they were just like, yeah, do do do, and they were, and the, the headline said that the Boston Rom- uh, Robotics uh, robots were dancing soulfully and with rhythm, and I don't know if that was code <laughs> saying that they now have souls. Mm-hmm. Were souls. you impressed with the dancing? <laughs> Yeah, it was cool. And the dogs have like these long crane necks and they were moving around and then there were these two-legged hoppy robots dancing and stuff and they were dancing quite soulfully. And uh, can Pepper dance like that? No, Uh, Pepper can't do anything. No, Pepper's a piece of garbage. (sighs) Yeah. The thing is, if you go back to DARPA's initial challenge where they had robots, uh, bipedal robots trying to open doors and do all these tasks, it's so easy because you laugh at how ridiculous they were. But in the couple of years since that contest that DARPA put on, mm-hmm. you now have robots that can like do flips, jump over logs, probably run with machine guns and cut humans in half. They just don't show that footage. And then do sweet, cute little dances to kind of normalize uh, their appearance, but the the pepper robot was a really stupid robot. Like so many of the robots that are quickly put out, I think that Boston Dynamics they're creating they're the real robots something. Yeah. that will mm-hmm. probably enslave us. Hmm. Yeah, they will definitely enslave us at some point. And uh, I, for one, have always <laughs> welcome your robot overlord. That, yeah, that the Boston robot robotics <laughs> uh, team. It's robots are the by far the most soulful yes. and rhythmic of any of the robots. <laughs> of all the robot pets out mm-hmm. there. Okay. Um, Danny, anything else? That's it. That's all I've got. Okay. Hopefully I'll uh, return next week with better connections to the internet. Okay. All right. You did great, Danny. It sounded, I mean, there was a teeny tiny bit of a delay, but I mean. You're good. You're good. It's about people. A lot of people will just Thanks, it's a mental delay. <laughs> See, it took him a couple seconds to laugh <laughs> yeah, at that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right, Danny, uh, what's next for you in your travels? Oh, I, I'm going to go home and, uh, live comfortably for a while in my own abode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'll be nice to probably see your kids again for a day or two before your next adventure. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, be Maybe. well in the chat says, uh, by the way, please don't spit oil from oil pulling down the drain. It could clog your pipes. So just uh, something to keep in mind, Danny. Uh, my trick was to oh, just turn the faucet mind. on super hot. So it keeps the oil hot all the way down to wherever the drains go. Hmm. No, I don't think you should spit in the garbage, I think. Oh, you do? I think you should. I mean, I've never done the oil pulling. Yeah. So where do you? So what do you do with your bacon grease after you've saved it in a mason jar to fry your eggs in for a few times? Mm, yeah, I don't really cook a lot of bacon. Why not? Uh, I think it's bad for you. It is. Uh, I don't actually cook bacon ever either. Mm-hmm. But I remember in the olden days, my mom when she'd cook bacon, she'd then dump the grease in a mason jar mm-hmm. to save for whatever purposes you save bacon grease for. Yeah. Uh, those were the good old days. Mm-hmm. Chapstick. 
Yeah, chapstick. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. Knuckle lubrication, et cetera. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, we had a great time today. I agree with you. And Danny, you sounded uh, fine. You sounded good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think it's, you. yeah, so I don't think you should be ashamed of anything other than siding with the billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who else would I side with? That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Danny, uh, you want to uh, tell people where they can follow you? Yeah, we'll be putting up new videos on Mediocre Amateur on YouTube. What's the turnaround like, uh, from when you go, you go to the Alps to when do people see it on YouTube? <clears throat> Typically two weeks to okay. edit one video and that's wow. kind of plugging along every day. Yeah. Okay. People like probably turn it on. They, they think it's just uh, easy, but uh, it's yeah. two weeks of adventures to make one video. Danny does it for the love, man. Yeah, <clears throat> I do. I love making videos. Yeah. See? And boy, if Danny went to space, that'd be one hell of a video. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh my gosh. Yes. I would love to make a video of me going to space. Hey, yeah. tell your, all your billionaire friends that I mm-hmm. will film them going to space. Okay. Okay. I probably know some billionaires, but I don't know everybody's real numbers. So, uh, <laughs> all right. And yeah. then Tyson, what's coming up for you? Um, nothing. We just have two weeks till school starts for Bergen and we're uh, just going to, uh, you know, go on some day trips. We were going to try and get a trip to Utah to see grandma and grandpa one more time before school started, but I don't think we're going to make it. Uh-oh. And, uh, and we're excited for Bergen because uh, she's getting the same teacher she had. So at the start of the pandemic last year, they did uh, in-person school, you know, so, or not. Yeah. Yeah. Homeschool. And her teacher, her kindergarten teacher then then she went back to physical school and got a kindergarten teacher that was the same as her online one. And then that teacher decided to be an online teacher only. So Bergen got passed to a different teacher. But now that teacher that she had developed a bond with is now teaching first grade. So Bergen is reunited with the teacher that she was sad to leave. Oh, so good. that's uh, happy days. Yeah, those yes. are happy days. And then uh, just waiting for it to cool down. Uh, out here in Arizona, it's actually only been like mid nineties to a hundred, uh, for the last while. And we've been getting some monsoons, which is, uh, you know, the desert needs rain. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. All right. And, uh, yeah. And then, uh, that's about it. Just, uh, you know, influencing, uh, running, uh, some giveaways on Instagram currently and, uh, have some new exciting stuff in the works that will be announced, uh, when One it can day. be announced. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And of course, uh, we're rolling along with Big Brother, uh, the Survivor Top 40 Countdown. And uh, tonight, I'll be talking about the 11th best season of Survivor, Survivor Philippines. That means that three of my seasons are top 10. Yes, that's right. Three out of four. uh, And all five of them are top 15. All four of them are top 15. Yes. So, well... It was a good run, probably the best run of any four-time Survivor player. Seemingly, <laughs> yeah, yes, very. Maybe nice. even all, maybe the best run of any even three-time Survivor player. We'll have to check the math on that. Okay, yeah, we'll see. Are there any three-time players whose all three seasons have been in the top fifteen? Um, Amanda Kimmel. Dang it. So hers is probably better. That's a better run. Uh, let's yeah. see. She had Micronesia. But she did she had ever win? Heroes versus Villains. No. Yeah. And then what was her first seat? China. China. China hasn't been no, up yet? Not yet. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe my top three seasons. Because if she were on another season, definitely wouldn't be top 10. Yeah. So unless all right, well, it had me, unless it had me on it as well, then probably it would be. Look, does she have a million dollar check? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. Jokes so, on her. Jokes Thanks on her. for making me feel good about that, Rob. Yeah, I try. Uh, You're a good friend. Survivor Philippines uh, tonight's Philippines, uh, the site where Tyson would go on to win Survivor. Correct. Correct. So that's uh, you know you check. Is it was it the same beaches as which season Survivor Philippines? 
Oh, you don't even no, I, I don't think so. I think Survivor Philippines was the same as Caramon, and uh, and we were up north mm-hmm. in Cagayan. So Cagayan and Blood versus Water filmed on the same beaches. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Tyson, Danny, great job, Danny. Nice to have you back this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with more news. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. We did it, guys. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.